I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, everybody. It's Patrick, and I play Ezra the Golem. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the Storyteller, and welcome to Brew Force. Greetings, fine patrons. Welcome to the Gilead Grog House and Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwistle, and I don't know if you've heard lately. Um, I had kind of a rough go of it these last uh, couple of days here. Um, I just got done being out in the middle of the square. Um, for the, I know some of you saw, because some of you were there early today. Um, when I was uh, serving a little bit of a, a sentence, if you will, for what the local constable and uh, judiciary apparently agree, um, was uh, something akin to suggesting um, theft of airborne transportation. Um, so here we are back again. I did. I, I know that this is a hot button topic apparently around here: transportation theft. Um, and I don't. I don't know that I, I. I made it. I believe unequivocally clear last time that I was not in any way, shape, or form suggesting anyone stow away on an airship. Okay, uh, it's not. It's not a great idea. And um, you know, I said that you know, keep, keep listening, follow along, and as you find out, it's not going to work out great for them. Well, that's what we're getting to today, folks. But before I could tell this part of the story, of course, I was in chains and brought down before the local magistrate. And he said, okay, well, you know, this isn't the first time we've seen you down here, Mr. Spitwistle, spinning your tails, getting everyone all riled up about boat theft again. And I said, that's not the case, that's not the charges. And they said, no, it's worse, it's skyboat theft. And I said, I never even said that. If anything, I was hinting that you could easily stow away on, a, on, a, on, a, on an airship. But that doesn't mean I'm, I'm talking about actually stealing the boat or the skyboat as it was. Well, of course, as all of you heard and saw, that obviously didn't sway him too awful much. And so I was uh, convicted of um, a crime that they, I feel, just kind of made up on the spot. Namely, intent to incite airship stowage. Which, honestly, if that's even... I, I would be, first of all, dumbfounded surprised to find out that that is an actual uh, crime on your books here in the city of Murkheim. But even if it is... Even if it is, I don't feel like the burden of proof had been filled. I mean, they don't know what was going through my head. But anyway, so there I was, uh, serving my sentence in the stocks at the uh, city square. Um, and of course, I, I, I got all types of, of uh, rotten fruits and vegetables thrown at me. And I, I must say, it was um, not the most, I feel, fortuitous timing, seeing as... Um, you know, recently we had yet another eventful and successful cucumber festival here in town. Um, but, uh, you know, the cucumber vendors, they tend to set up shop, but they have so many cucumbers. And after a few days, they just kind of leave it all sitting around. So there we were in the city square, me and my stocks and, um, you know, several, several crates of, uh, you know, rotten 
cucumber sitting around from last uh, last month's wonderful cucumber festival. So anyway, um, yeah, I, it it was most of the most of the evening before I I just uh, jostled on over here, um, getting you know seeds and um, and, um, and 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 cucumber skin uh, out of my hair. Um, People try to joke me, you know, it's going to do wonders for your complexion. Well, we'll see, of course, we'll see. I don't think that I can bear to look at another cucumber for the rest of my life. But anyway, you didn't come here tonight to hear my sad story of all of that. You came to hear the next part of the of the tale of the brute force. The, uh, the, the ominous warning, if you will, that I was not um, allowed to tell last time of why maybe you shouldn't do any of these things that I have been accused of hinting at you doing. Um, so anyway, uh, where we last left off, you know, the brute force had made, you know, the, the questionable decision to uh, stow away on an airship headed for the Kingdom of Alondria, more specifically the subsection called the Snowbroth Valley, and very specifically the city known as Glacier Moss. They met a fellow Sky Traveler by the name of Zippy Calhoun, who told them a thing or two about how to maybe find a nice place to lay low over the course of the trip. They raised a little bit of suspicion and found themselves separated, Lola and Mort hidden in an unoccupied room, and Ezra somewhere on the forward deck, disguised as a shrubbery, as he often was. But in the mid of that first night, Mort and Lola would make a discovery that would chill them to the very core. Mort, you wake up and two things are very noticeable to you. One is that the room that you're in is still very dark. And given the fact that you have a giant hole in the floor, you take it to mean that that's probably still nighttime. It's probably quite cold. It is unbelievably cold it was cold when you guys were in here earlier but right now it feels like it would have had to have dropped 30 degrees i mean by our standards not by your english standards is lola still asleep or is she an ice cube yeah so lola's over there she's asleep but she is quite visibly shivering every breath that she takes you're watching her police joke mm -hmm. uh, but anyway yeah you see the breath uh coming from her like it's freezing cold in this place I guess there's a bed with blankets and stuff on. I assume she's probably under those blankets. Yep, but it's still real cold. I wake Lola up. What? What? Lola, uh, we should we should maybe find. Oh, what? Why is it so cold? Exactly. We should maybe find somewhere somewhere else because I I think as we get close to the shimmering mountains, it's going to become even colder in here, and uh, I don't think that would be very pleasant. Can we just start a, start a fire? Is there a hearth in on a wooden ship in the air? How does Probably everyone else keep idea. warm in here? Well, I mean, hypothetically, uh, other other people aren't this cold, right? That's true, but they don't have a giant hole in their floor. <laughs> Can we cover it over? Is the bed big enough to cover the hole? You could try, but it wouldn't exactly be airtight. I mean, it's a... It would stop <laughs> you know. the worst of the howling wind that's, I assume, coming through the floor. Yes, yeah, I mean, you could try. 
That look Adam just gave was, you must make a dexterity roll to see if you fall at the bottom of the phone. No, I just want to know what you're planning on doing. I I suggest you get out of the bed before I push it through the hole. Okay, but (laughs) she takes all the blankets off the bed, wraps herself up in them. Roll a will check to not look at the giant open Mm. hole. (laughs) Wait, what? Will? Oh, I got yeah, three we have pluses that and a neutral, so I'm good. Okay, you managed to keep yourself from staring, unless you wanted to, from staring at the giant hole into nothingness. You know, they say don't look down, but it's so she hard. She knows it's there, and she throws up in her mouth a little, but she's cool. <laughs> what do you want me to roll to get this bed positioned over the hole? Yeah, let's do uh, let's do an athletics. Two. Okay. So you managed to kind of leverage this thing up and kind of give it a shove uh, right out of the fucking hole. So you're down one bed. Mort. Hey, well, at least you saved the blankets. Yay. So, Mort, when you throw this thing out of the hole, do you look out the hole or do you just kind of try not to look down? I'm not scared of heights. Okay, roll a notice for me then. One. Okay, so... It's it's not the hardest thing in the world to see when you guys were flying before and it's obviously it's dark but when you guys were flying like earlier when you when you went to sleep you could see the ground like you were not so far up in the like you weren't like cruising altitude of an airliner or anything like that like you were high but not unbearably high you can't like you can't see anything below you are above cloud level like you are way up there. The next time you turn around, you see Lola, who is, like, face first pressed up against the wall, just kind of, like, <laughs> scratching at it a little bit, like, no, no, no. Shall we, uh, see if we can find some place without a hole in the floor? Yep! And uh, maybe there's another one of these cordoned-off rooms that Zippy spoke about. <laughs> and Lola, like... Is clinging to the wall the whole way out. So, like, turning around corners, pressed up against the wall. I open the door a crack and peek out to make sure the coast is clear. Yeah, no, uh, there doesn't seem to be anybody, like, looking directly in your di- in your direction. Uh, there are plenty of people running around, and they all seem to be running towards the center of the level that you're on. Uh, there's a stairwell there that seems like it goes up. When you and say there are... running around, do you yeah. mean actually running or just, like, wandering around? Yeah, like, full speed uh... running. Uh, it looks like, like, they don't look like they're, uh, they're passengers. It looks like it's, like, crew people are, like... Uh, he- heading heading upstairs, scrambling to catch the rabid dog that's running loose on the ship. I'm sure it's entirely about uh, that. Yes, I I throw Mort one of the blankets that he can wrap himself up in as well to look less eerie, and, and I I cast Prestidigitation on us to do the things that make us look more human. I got two. Okay, so you feel like you've done as good as you can in your terrified and freezing state. Mm-hmm. Not to say that that glamour will not mm-hmm. fail later of on, course. but right now you're you're feeling as good as you could possibly okay. feel about it. Should we perhaps try and find Jasper and maybe Rufus and Ezra? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yes. I feel confident right now. Let's do it. I can only assume that Jasper is still in the hold. Oh, uh, yeah, he's got to still be in the trunk. Uh, Rufus, on the other hand, hopefully ended up with Ezra. So is there a way for us to be, like, kind of stealthy as we, like, figure out what's going on? Why is everyone running? Where's our buddies? Sure. You tell me how you want to be stealthy and roll a stealth, and you tell me how you want what you want to look for, and you can roll an investigation. Uh, are there any, like, supply closets or, like, uniforms of people on the... Like, I want to 
see if we can find some clothing that would indicate that we're also crew members. Sure. Uh, so that would be on the crew deck, which you are not on. Uh, you'd have to go up uh, stairs for that. I don't know how you would know that, but for some reason, maybe you just know a lot about airships. I into it. it. Uh, Morgan, what do you say? You want to go try to blend in? Find some clothes? Could I be the captain? No. And <laughs> she starts walking. Okay. <laughs> we sneakily head upstairs and nobody notices. All right, roll some, roll some stealth. Oh, no. oh, entirely neutral. One. Okay, you guys get out into the hallway and try to sneak your way up to this stairway when you hear, like, footsteps running behind you and you turn around and there's a, a crew member running behind you guys. He's like, no, hurry, get upstairs, get upstairs. Wait, hold on a second. Is something wrong? What's going on? Why is everyone running? Wait, are, are you are you are you the 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 magic lady thing that did the the the, the priest thing earlier? Uh, what? What? I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Oh, okay. Like it's not important, but like we if if so, we could really use your help. Come on, follow me. And he goes running up the stairs. Uh, we'll go after him. All right. So you guys go running upstairs and up some more stairs, and he leads you guys up to the bridge of this fine establishment, uh, and you guys are ushered in to meet the captain. Uh, Lola's making that noise. <laughs> and, and I'm not sure why he wants to see us. We're just normal passengers. <laughs> Oh, well, I, I really hope for all of our sake that's not true. What? What's going on? Okay, uh, I'll give you guys the, the brief rundown here. Uh, so we were crashing for a little while. Um, it wasn't great. We were losing altitude, so we dropped some ballast, uh, but it was uh, apparently too much, and then we caught an updraft, and, and then we went way too high. Uh, way, way too high. Um, and we're still drifting down in a strange way uh, faster and faster now. So we're going to crash from, I guess, an even higher height now. We're taking on weight somehow, and I don't, we don't know how. And uh, we could really use uh, maybe anyone that has any sort of magical uh, and heroing abilities. That would be, <laughs> boy, sure great, you know, in a way that would basically uh, forgive any previous issues that we may have had with such people. Uh, what if we did know someone like that, but they weren't entirely human? Uh, listen, pretty soon, buddy, none of us are going to be entirely human. You know what I mean? We're going to be pancake people. So let's... With a, uh, a flourish, I throw off my blanket. <laughs> Fear not! For we are here to... Okay, yeah, it's a skeleton with a dog. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Your reputation precedes you. I I'm going to let you guys uh, talk it out with Captain. Hello, hello Captain. All right. Ah, yeah, okay. So, uh, hey, what's up? Uh, uh, I'm not sure my magic's going to be super helpful here. I got to be honest. Well, can you keep us from crashing into the ground? Can you, like, do a levitation spell and lift us all up? Something of that nature, that'd be uh, great. Nope, nope, don't don't have that one. Oh, that's unfortunate. I can, uh, uh improve your looks. I cast Prestidigitation and make them look a little more handsome. Uh, I'll, I'll have to take your word for it because I don't have a mirror. You could charm him to make him think we're not crashing anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that'll help. So... You you say we're taking on weight? Yes. Yeah, so when we uh when we when we first left off, we were a little overweight. Um, not much, nothing we can't account you know account for. But I mean, we had something pretty heavy on board that we weren't accounting for. 
we did what we could. We threw off as much ballast as we could. Uh, any unnecessary goods and stuff we've kind of jettisoned at this uh, point. How unnecessary, exactly? Uh, you know, like deck furniture and... Green leafy things? Well, yeah, I mean, if, if there were plants, we... <laughs> Right over the edge. Uh, so, you know, all the unnecessary items, as much ballast as we could get rid of, uh, but we uh, didn't, I guess, anticipate uh, the, the the climate change that we underwent here when we came uh, close to the Shivering Mountains and caught an updraft. We went way higher than we were anticipating, and uh, that that seemed like... Have you not flown this route before? Uh, yes, actually, several times, but... So how did you not anticipate the climate change? Well, that's kind of how climate works. Uh, you just kind of you do your best. Things change. Are we freezing? Is that is there ice? Is the ice the problem? It's I, I guess entirely possible. Uh, we're above the cloud cover, so we shouldn't really be encountering any moisture. I guess here, I fully assumed we were going to continue to rise until we just you know died through lack of oxygen or the bitter cold, but we've actually started descending again, uh, and at a exponential rate. <laughs> so, hey, we're going right back down where we came from. So uh, I suppose on the one hand, it's good. We'll maybe leave bodies to, to reclaim. What about the, um, the stores of water? Could they have frozen? I, I'm not much of a, a physicist. D does an amount of water get heavier <laughs> when it's frozen, or is it the same weight? I I'm, not uh, pretty, I'm sure. pretty sure it's about the same <laughs> thing, and we're we're talking a little bit more weight than that would even offset as well. Are I there mean, any uh, like animals? You know, is there a dragon like, perched on top of the tree? right? Yeah. You know, uh, hey, <laughs> I haven't climbed the balloon anytime soon. Wouldn't uh, really have a a good clue on that one. Um, well, it sounds like we need to get so, someone up there and someone down below on the outside to check if there's any. I mean. If you've checked everywhere inside, it's kind of got to be one of the two places, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're kind of uh, in damage control, all hands on deck up here right now. We haven't done really a thorough search uh, of the of the vessel Lola at this point. starts, like, it looks like she's got a thought in her head. She just starts smiling bigger and bigger as she's, like, slowly turning her head towards Martin's like, Hey, Mort, how do you feel about hanging nine? <laughs> Are you proposing dangling me off the side of the chip. I sure am! Well, how about we keep that as backup plan? I'm a little worried about Ezra, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh... Perhaps when they threw him overboard, he saw something. Could you send him a message and find out? You can absolutely try. Alright, I'm gonna do it. Uh, so the message, uh, hey, Ezra, are you okay? One, two, where are you? Three, do you need any help? And four, did you notice anything weird with the chip? As you're plummeting to your doom. We are falling rapidly, and do you know why? You get no response. Uh, he's not, he's not responding to me. I did, does, do your messages have a range? Nope, nope, they, yeah, it's like worldwide kind of thing. Maybe he's asleep. I hope he's not dead. Uh, not smashed into a thousand pieces. Or he maybe he's just being a really good bush. Uh, were we by chance over ocean when you dumped the ballast? Uh, no, we don't go over the ocean at all, actually. This is entirely overland. 
could just take a regular boat over the ocean, right? Sky boats. Hey. Uh, <laughs> okay, we have to trust that Ezra, if he was about to be thrown overboard, I'm sorry, he would not have let himself. One. Uh, so I trust that, that in him and his abilities that he is okay and that maybe he was also asleep. We, I mean, we were asleep, so. Oh, yeah, there was that one snoring plant. Yeah. Is that the one you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, no. I mean, we threw that one overboard for sure. Uh, I suppose oh. we can't do anything at the moment. Uh, maybe Yanov saved him midair with a with a glass. Oh God, I can't oh, do dear. any more messages. There's no way for me to find out. Okay, let's let's deal with the immediate problem of our impending doom. Okay, so so where have you checked on the ship so far? Uh, well, uh, my men have checked uh, basically the the main deck, the stairwell on the way up here, and this room. So you haven't gone into the hold or anything yet? Uh, no. I mean, it's I mean it's just luggage down there. I mean, you'd think that you would have at least checked, considering the problems. Never mind. We'll, we'll go and check for you. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay. You guys run down to the hold. It's a little different than uh, you remember it. Uh, first of all, there's a very, very cold-looking bard wearing several uh, fur coats that he has apparently plundered out of other people's luggages. Oh, well, it's about time. Jasper, we're falling! Oh, well, <laughs> that's good. It'll at least be warmer for a little while, right? Come with us! <laughs> Wait, first, do, have uh, you seen anything down here? Apparently the boat, the, the ship is getting a lot heavier. Oh, my, uh, well, and not, not, not too awful much. Uh, there's the giant lump in the corner over there, but I mean, that's about all. Uh, I investigate the lump in the corner. <laughs> uh, yeah. So as you guys go over kind of to the corner, it's the back corner where, uh, Rufus had taken a pee earlier on some of the luggage. There is kind of a big lumpy pile of fur. And it's kind of like moving around and uh, it is a non-responsive big lump of fur. I prod it. Uh, As you prod it, you realize it's not a solid lump of fur. It's a lot of little lumps of fur. Uh, And uh, you kind of like kind of mess around with it a little bit and a little uh, bunny kind of flops out and then like runs right back into the mat. Can I just take the, the cover off of it? It's not covered. It's just a... It's a, it is a big mass of bunnies. Um, oh, that's your problem. Okay, no, this isn't the problem. This isn't heavy enough to sh- sink a ship. So when I say a big wad of bunnies, this big pile of furry mass is taking up probably the entire rear wall of this hold. It is easily eight feet high at its highest point, and probably a good 20 feet wide, and it is continuing to kind of expand outward. What the flying fuck? Uh, I didn't realize that mated quite that quickly. If you guys want to know, if you guys want to figure out if you know anything about this, you can try yes. a lore roll if you have the... A lore for massive bunny piles. Minus massive one. bunnies. <laughs> um, I've, Not great. I've got a stone lore. Two. 
All right, John, you have thought, well, Mort, you have, you, you thought this was one of those like legends type things uh, that probably had some sort of underlying message about excess and greed and was not an actual animal. But you now recognize that this is something called the painted hedge hair. And it's a, it was a story that was kind of passed around that these things basically, once they have a source of food of some sort, they reproduce at an exceptional alarming rate. They are born pregnant and they just continue to expand. So these are the type of things that can just completely overrun an ecosystem in like days flat. Fantasy triples. You know, don't yeah. put the lampshade on it or anything like that. But yes, these are these are fantasy triples. Welcome to your airship where you have to deal with triples. Is there a Klingon ship next to us that we can <laughs> transport them over to? You know, you're only going to get so much mileage out of this Star Trek reference. I try and move a few more device, get to like the center of the mass and see if I can find any kind of food source there. Okay. You are digging through bunnies. It is so cute. <laughs> It's also real hot inside. So at a certain point, Lola, you kind of lose sight of Mort. Hey, Lola, it's, it's warm in here. It's also adorable. She goes diving there, too. Uh, yeah, so apparently, like, at the center of this, there's, like, some crates of what look like they were foodstuffs of some sort. You know, various fruits and sundry items that kind of started this whole process off. Is it, like, a process that just keeps going, or does it stop once they can't eat anymore? Or is it like, that was the catalyst, and now it's just going to go forever? That's the catalyst, and they're just going to continue unabated. So removing the food source will do nothing. There is no more food there oh, at this okay. point. Um, time to throw some bunnies overboard! <laughs> oh, this is going to be horrific. Uh, you stay here, try to figure this out. I'm going to just go, I'm going to go tell the captain. Okay. You, you do that. Okay, I'm gonna run upstairs and go tell the captain. Oh well, that's 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 terrible news. That I mean explains a lot, really. But um, whew, painted hedge hairs. You never think you're gonna see it. Not not in your day. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> all right. So <laughs> I don't know how to handle something like that. <laughs> what's what's the plan? Uh, good question. Start throwing bunnies overboard. I mean, it seems like it's going to be pretty <laughs> horrific, but, uh... Yeah, I mean, so do those things just, like, do they pop on impact or, or what? Because... Man, your guess is as good as mine. <clears throat> I, have a, I have a small concern, and, you know, you're the expert here, so you do you. Um, but if they don't, um, are you not overrunning every ecosystem in the area with, with these things, uh, if they manage oh, to survive the uh, fall. Well, I had not thought about that, but you're probably right. Although, I mean, hey, it's really cold down there. Maybe they just freeze. Oh, God, this is horrific. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know, if, uh, if maybe it's good enough for you. Um, uh, hey, listen, then... listen, Buster. I'm running blind here too. Uh, listen, all I know is that if you if we leave these things be, we're we're I mean we're all gonna get smashed into the ground. Oh God, she says, and she like puts her head back and's like ah, uh, and runs back down to the hold and runs right up to Jasper. Oh, hi. Hey, How's Jasper, it? How, you look you very. Are a, uh, yeah, you're okay. A learned dude that's been around. 
Uh, do you, do you oh, know anything well, about these you guys know, it's true. and how people may have dealt with them in the past? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, well, um, just the stories, really, which you know can be inflated at times, really. Um, I have heard fire works quite well, um, although on an airship of this caliber, uh, unabated fires would probably not be well met. Um, let's see. Other than that, um, do you happen to have any basilisk lizard uh, venom? Because I have heard that that can do wonderful things. Uh, let me just um, reach into my basilisk venom pocket and pull. No, of course I don't have any basilisk venom. I mean, you asked. You asked the question. I just provide you with what information I might oh. have. Um, I mean, they're, they're just bunnies. I mean, yes, they reproduce at an accelerated rate. But I mean, anything that works on a regular bunning probably will work have here. Have you ever heard the story of the Pied Piper? Um... Well, yes, of course. Uh, I don't know exactly uh, to what you are referring. I'm it's just a, wondering it's a, it's if you could play a little tune and lead them away somewhere. Oh, yes. Well, that's a fanciful tale that really has more to do with uh, the alluring nature of, of ideas and less to do with actually being able to convince animals to follow you through music. Fair enough. D- does anyone have... Oh, <laughs> hey, would they follow food? Uh, that's entirely possible. I mean, uh, well, what's the what's the plan? I mean, if you you want to just get them off the off the ship, you can just maybe like shovel them off at oh, this point. Oh, right, but they'll I mean, reproduce uh, down there. Ah! Assuming it's, I mean, it's a pretty long drop. Oh, I'm so tired. Yeah, but those things are these these things are mostly skin and fur. I mean, it's possible that they could catch a catch a good breeze and you know coast on in. Uh, I I run back up to the captain. What about if we just slice them all up into little pieces? Well, you know, I was actually thinking that might be your best route. Rabbit stew for the whole ship? You know, here's, here's the thing you you might want to consider. They got here somehow, so maybe someone on this boat knows more than we do about these things. You know, perhaps they were being smuggled aboard, you know. I hear that at the right place, one of these creatures kept in isolation can fetch a pretty penny. How, how is there ever one of them? If they're born pregnant. Oh, you just, get, kind of right, well then you just, type thing. well, I mean, I assume that if they're born pregnant, then they have the child, and you, then the original one that has already had the offspring, you isolate them from food, they don't have the reproduction issues anymore. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I'll, I'll go and ask around some of the crew, or see if I can see anyone looking sp- suspicious. I mean, if you want to start shoving them overboard in the meantime, just to you know, keep us afloat. I mean, I could, I could start, uh, like, you know... <laughs> I guess throwing the old proverbial bucket of water overboard, but I, I mean, I would probably... I would feel better... I don't know that I would particularly say I would feel better slicing them as opposed to throwing them, but at least I know what's happening if they're getting, you know, chopped up, right? So uh, I'll leave that with you. you. You can do that however you see fit. We'll try and find a, another solution in the meantime. Uh, okay, just one one quick thing here, and uh, like I don't have a problem helping out in this in any way, shape, or form. But uh, two questions: one, do you have uh, perhaps perchance a sword that I might be able to sure, uh, use for? Oh. Great, wonderful. Secondly, which of these ends is the sharper side of it? It's uh, is it this 
side here. Have you never or... seen a sword before, Jasper? Not one. I mean, obviously not one. Not one like in, in, in this particular style. You know, I'm used to to more of a of a Western style sword than than this. Obviously, right? Yes, obviously, the the Western style swords. That look completely different. Oh yeah, well, the the the, the shot point is on uh, both ends on those, so you never have to worry, right? Well, uh, you just I, you know you point it in a direction, and you, you do as as I've been told many times. You stick them with the pointy end. Ah, okay, that that my good sir, I can do. And he immediately uh, tries to swing it and drops it. Picks it back up and uh, and marches towards the bunny pile. I'd leave the room so I have to see what's about to happen. <laughs> All right, Lola ran up back up to the captain's deck. All right. Bridge. So, two things. One, someone brought him on here. So, you know, maybe a smuggling situation and they may know how to get rid of them. Two, apparently oh, that's a good basilisk point. venom. Huh. Well, that's interesting. We were actually transporting a significant amount of basilisk venom. Wouldn't you know? Uh, unfortunately, we offloaded all of that in uh, Nanusha. <laughs> son of a bitch. Man, wish you would have told me like uh, two days earlier. We'd have been sorted to this. You're you're right. I, I should have told you two days earlier, she says with a dead look in well, her eyes. Well, that's uh, just something for next time, I suppose. Okay, grab your crew, start canvassing. Knock heads if you have to. Find out who brought them on the ship. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, in the meantime, uh, uh, what are you guys doing about the... About their repopulating uh, situation. I think it's about to get really gross down there and kind of horrifying. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll leave that to you. Uh, no, no, I'm not going to do anything. No. So, I mean, what are you doing then? I mean, I, I'm runner right now. I'm just communicating what's going on down there. What's going on up here? All right. So, Mort, what are you up to right now? Um, I run back into the hold and grab one of the bunnies and leave again. Okay. Then I wander to the sort of most populated area of the ship. I'm like, oh, look at this amazing little cute bunny I found. And I look around, see if anyone looks like shocked that I've got their smuggled bunny. Okay. Uh, roll, roll a notice, I guess. Uh, yeah, so a few people are, like, kind of weirded out that there's a skeleton holding a bunny. <laughs> there is one lady who is probably more enamored by the cuteness of the bunny than she is worried about the uh, terrifying nature of the skeleton holding. And so she starts to approach to, like, maybe pet the bunny. And then she realizes that you are a skeleton with spectral blue glowing eyes. And she screams and turns around and runs. And then a lot of other people scream and turn around and run as well. Uh, don't worry, this is just part of the onboard entertainment. I'm just uh, an illusion. Everybody calmly says, ah, and applauds politely. Thank you. Um, Except for one gentleman, one gentleman to the rear who continues to run. I go after him. <laughs> so everyone is a little bit bemused by the weird uh, uh, illusion that was cast uh, with a bunny in its hand and then immediately ran off towards the back of the ship. But anyway, you run out after this guy who ducks down a few corridors. Uh, we're gonna, oh God, I don't know that there's like a, a particularly great role for this to like chase down someone. Uh, I guess athletics is about as good as it's gonna get. Two. 
All right, uh, so you're catching up with him. He turns down a corridor, and as you come around the corner and you look down that corridor, there is nobody there. There are doors kind of to each side. It looks like there's a lot of rooms and some broom closets and all that good stuff along this uh, this corridor, uh, but you don't really have any inclination as to which room he would have went into. But by the length of this hallway, you know he has to be somewhere among these doors. I Start checking them. Okay. Well, you find a lot of locked doors. Uh, eventually, you do pull open a door uh, that is open into a mop closet that has several mops. Probably is one a superfluous number of maps. Zippy shaped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's an uh, there's an approximate zippy shaped mop in there. Uh, zippy. Um, have you seen a, a bunny smuggler run past it or something? <laughs> it's so. Oh, <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so cold in this place. Listen, uh, no, Buddy Smuggler didn't see a Buddy Smuggler. Uh, what is the deal with this shit, man? It's real cold. <laughs> uh, I, I tell you what, if you're really cold, go back into the cargo hold. There's a big pile of bunny rabbits so it'll keep you nice and warm. Oh no. And Jasper could probably use your help. Oh God, no. No, 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 no. Yes, uh, the the painted hair rabbits. Uh, yeah, painted. the hair chairs. Oh shit! Have you come across these before? Uh, well, uh, yeah, you 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 could say that. Um, how many we got down there at this at this point? Uh, I honestly couldn't tell you. Mm. A lot. Okay. Uh, what? Okay. Was it your zippy? Did you bring a painted hedge hair book? Listen, you've been real good to me, so I'm not going to lie to you. But yeah, I had one. Um, I was going to make a pretty tidy profit, but moving those things, it's real tricky, you know. Uh, so I brought it on board. I thought maybe I'd, uh, you know, earn a few extra uh, a few extra bucks. And But then I got peed on by a dog, and I kind of got kind of off track, and I didn't bring it with me. But I figured, you know, it's fine. It's down here. Nothing's going to happen. And then you... You left it by the food. Well, I mean, listen, there's apparent food could be anywhere, I guess. I mean, I thought the, the thing was pretty well zipped up. You know, I had it all enclosed in the in the in the in the suitcase and everything. Uh like I don't I don't know how I even would have got out at that point. <laughs> you you see, here here's the situation, Zippy old chap. Um you see the, these buddies, they're weighing quite a lot, and we are currently plummeting to our doom. Oh, so, uh, Bobo. any ideas on what to do here? Well, um... Other than Basilisk Venom? Okay, so you've tried Basilisk Venom at this point, uh, have you? That's a good... That's, yep, we, we haven't tried it, we just don't have any. Oh, okay, well, that's, uh, that's usually the best way, um... Well, uh, you could start just shoveling those things right on overboard, or, um... I mean, you could try chopping them up, but honestly, you ain't going to outpace the reproductive rate. So, um, you know, uh, uh, like you could kind of set up a, 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 a the nice thing is, is the fall is definitely going to going to smash these things flat. Um, gosh, I don't know. You can set up like a like like a handoff system where they just like a bunch of people stand in a line and you just kind of convey about that stuff right on off the side of the boat. It's like a, a bunny chain gang. Yeah, I mean, something of that nature. Um, as long as they haven't, like, uh, you know, merged or anything, we should be okay. What, what, what do you mean by merged, Zippy? Um, well, you know how sometimes if you get enough animals in, like, one area, then, like, they kind of start to get entangled with each other in a way that, uh, 
kind of turns them into one giant mob of creatures, can't, you know? Can't say I do know about that, no. Kind of like a whole Rat King situation. You ever been in one of those kind of predicaments? Where a bunch of rats kind of get no, together and the no. tails all get tangled up and then next thing you know you got a Rat King to deal with? No. Oh. Well, anyway, that, that's the that's the kind of thing that happens uh, with these things. So, I mean, as long as they haven't got to, like, critical volume or anything like that. So, so what what happens when they do merge into one? They just become one giant bunny? Yeah, yeah, no, roughly. Or is it some kind of vicious man-eating monster? Uh, well, I mean, a bit of both, really. Um, yeah, it's a... Uh, comes a uh, yeah bunny beast but i mean oh, hey i mean we're talking like that would be that would be uh, i mean, it'd be a lot of bunnies so there's a lot of bunnies oh. um yeah no if uh, if that's happening it's like right down in the middle of them and uh, where it gets real warm <laughs> um listen i just uh, i i i really do appreciate uh the time that i've been afforded to 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 be a mop uh, so i'd like to if at all possible maybe go back to that for a little while I mean, sure, but I mean, if we if we don't get this sorted, you're gonna be a dead mop. So I mean, you, you might want to give us a. <laughs> oh hand, gosh, maybe? okay, all right, all right, um, yeah. Let's just, I mean, just let's... and let, let me tell you, if you do help us sort out this problem, the captain will let you travel totally for free. You won't get in any trouble at all. He's he's told us if if we're heroes, then no no trouble will come our way. Well, that's that's. That's pretty good. Here's the here's here's the one thing I can I can ask that. Listen, I've had a I've had a real bad go of it for the last uh, last uh, last uh, well my my whole life. You know, Zippy Calhoun is a is a name known across the skies, but honestly, it's been it's been rough going for me. If uh if push comes to shove, and we're able to save one of these little guys, you know, just one. That could make the difference in my whole life, man. If you could save just one of them and make sure it doesn't keep reproducing, then then go. Oh, oh you you're a peach. You're the best. If, if you you're can, the best. All right, let's do it. Let's just do it. You know what? They're not multiplying. You can save ten. I really don't mind. Oh, hey, Ooh, that's a that's a thought. You know, hey, okay, yeah. Uh, all right, let's let's get to it. We head back down to the cargo hold. All right. So you head back down to the cargo hold, and you see Jasper just completely coated (laughs) in blood. The the furs that he was wearing have been shedded aside, and he is bare-chested, covered in bunny blood. I have become the harvester of bunnies. Uh, Hi, Jasper. How Having fun? Uh, no, actually, this is this is uh, atrocious. Turns out you didn't need to do any of this at all. Really. Oh, <laughs> we're just okay. gonna throw them overboard. Well, I mean, I wasn't making much progress, to be honest. I see, like every time I take a few slices, the thing, the whole thing moves out by about three feet. Um, and they haven't reached a critical mass yet, have they? Uh, you look over at Zippy, and he is very nervous. Oh, guys, this is this is a lot of freaking bunnies. Um, we probably don't want to be down here right now. Uh, and as he says that, a low chittering sound kind of emerges from the entire pile of bunnies. And it kind of vacillates weirdly. Like the whole pile just ripples. That's not a normal thing for a pile of bunnies to do. Uh, no, that that's, 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 uh, that's what I was kind of worried about. Um... 
So, good thing you got the Bunny Slayer over here, over here you know, because we're going to need all the help we can get. Over my decades of adventuring, I've received many a well-earned honorific um, related to my exploits. But I don't feel any cuts as deep as Bunny Slayer. It was a it was a rough time. I'm not going to I'm not going to lie to you. They sound cute. They sound lovely and fluffy and wonderful and adorable and sure. But um you know the painted hedge hair is a just a brutish monster, just an absolute killing machine in certain uh, situations, which you're going to find out more about that uh, quite soon, actually. Uh, next time here, uh, we will tell a little bit more of, of that particular part of the story. Um, I, uh, you know, I didn't fight that really, that incarnation. I was trying to really kind of stop it from the ground level, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I mean, I took a, took a lot of, um, I, I guess I bought us time more than anything, right? Um, so if you think about it that way, was it gruesome murder for no purpose? No, I mean, there was certainly a significant purpose involved there. These, um, I really wish that we could change the name is what I'm, I'm saying. Um, I guess in retrospect, I, I suppose I, I could. Um, I, I did tell it to all of you, so I probably could have adjusted that in the retelling. Maybe next time I will. Um, hopefully that name doesn't, doesn't catch on or anything. So anyway, um... Until next time, I, um, I wish all of you a fond farewell. Um, make sure and tip your Minotaur bartenders, and I will see you all next time here at the Gilded Ram Grog House in Tea Room. Hey, that was a buntacular episode. There were, there were a reproduction joke here. Yeah, that's how that's how jokes work. So hey, everybody, thanks for listening. Please go check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash bruteforce. Yeah, we've got some neat tiers in there, and we're revamping them and coming up with new things. After you do that, why don't you head to geeklycon.com and grab a ticket to GeeklyCon and come hang out with us. Hey, I'm going to GeeklyCon. Hey, I'm definitely going to GeeklyCon because I'm helping organize it. Yeah, I've heard that you may do one or two things there. <laughs> that's good. It's good for you to pitch in and do your part. Oh, thanks, man. You know? You do a lot of freeloading around here. It's nice to feel appreciated. Yeah. So, I mean, while you're while you're doing those things, if I could direct your attention to other places, maybe just go to geeklyinc.com in general. Go to Geekly Inc. Uh, there's uh, articles out there, all types of wonderful topics of pop culture, entertainment. Books. Goodness gracious. Yeah, books. You like books? Man, there's a lot of book reviews there. Movie reviews, TV show reviews. And uh, other great podcasts on the network as well. Tons of fan art for various podcasts and the forums as well. Yeah. It seems like the only thing the forums are for at this point is fan art. And I'm not angry at that. No, I mean, I can support that. That is something that I can get behind, unlike our current president. Hmm. 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 Topical. <laughs> so, hey, while we're talking about, well, we weren't at all talking about reviews, but maybe we should have been. In retrospect, I feel we maybe should have been. Uh, why don't we talk a little bit about... Uh, some of the great things people have been saying about us recently. Yeah, let's do it. Like this one from La Chital. It says, addicted to this adventure. 
I've been trying lots of actual play podcasts, but nothing caught my fancy recently until I stumbled across Brute Force. I fell in love with the characters right away. They all have great chemistry. The stories are fun, and you can't predict what will happen next. This is top shelf quality fun. You know, they say you can't predict, but I think that the over-under on us interacting with uh, a giant uh, reproducing pile of bunnies was probably Man, pretty I saw high. that coming from miles away. Yeah, it was pretty predictable. Uh, what about this one that we just received from writer Tigress, who said, uh, we're amazing. And that uh, that this person loves the other podcast that Adam Bash is a part of. Hey, thank you. Mm-hmm. And this podcast does not disappoint. Adventure and fun are at the top of the list for reasons to listen to this podcast. Group's chemistry is awesome. From Jasper's intros to random songs to important plot points, this podcast cannot come more highly recommended. Thank you very much. People have a lot to say about our chemistry, and that is great because we love science. Yeah, I think we should do more chemistry-related jokes on the show. Boy, it's been a long time since we have had any periodic table of element jokes, honestly. We are failing our listeners. Mm Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll get on that and see, that's the kind of feedback that we appreciate uh, so we can learn kind of what, how to tailor the show to you. And I mean, hey, it always feels weird whenever you read reviews because I know you know that the show is hopefully good to you. That's why you've listened this far into it and are listening to it. But we like to read them just because sometimes it's nice to hear the stuff that you have written uh, be recognized. Yeah, so go and leave a five-star rating and review either on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts. Yeah. And uh, other than that, uh, I guess I later. Trust you later. 